Hi, it's Jasmine. You know, that girl who did you know what way before the internet ever existed. Join me and my special guest every week as we talk about anything and everything because nothing is too taboo. So punch your ticket and get on board the crazy train with me, Jasmine Saint Clair. All aboard! Welcome to a brand new episode of Crazy Train Podcast, where I bring you the best of the best in entertainment and, of course, the classics. I know a lot of you guys listening love listening to the uh, classic adult film stars uh, of the 90s and the 80s and the early 2000s. So I decided to make this one into a triple threat. So joining me today is Ginger Lynn and Christy Canyon and, of course, moi. This will be fun. Oh my God, I can't believe it. I haven't seen you guys in forever. Having Christy Canyon and Ginger Lynn on one podcast is amazing. It's like having two legends and one microphone. This is great. Thank you. <laughs> well, we are glad to be here on the crazy train. We're happy to be here. And it's been so long, Jasmine. You look wonderful. I miss you. It's really, really good to see you. I hope things are going well. Congratulations on your podcast. And thank you for having us. Yeah, I mean, it's so great having um, girls that were actually around during the golden era of porn, like that whole golden age. I just feel it's such a different temperature with where things are now. Do you still go to AVN? We do, and we go together for the last few years. Uh, Ginger and I will be there, not this coming week, you know, next week, that's X3, which will also be at. But the following week, uh, we will be there all four days signing at Inside the Industry. We still go. We skipped a few years. I mean, I haven't gone consistently over the last 40 years. I mean, I went to my first one 40 years ago. And I've seen. 40. I know. Isn't that bizarre? How dare you only, use one? I. I <laughs> And, and sometimes, you know, there, there came a time when it really changed and I didn't go for a while. It became less of a beautiful event and more of a party. Um, it became less of an award show and, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I miss those and I cherish those golden days where we had the, the big tables that sat 12 and the centerpieces and the dinners that were served and everybody was treated like royalty and there were big ice sculptures. You know what else? I was just talking to somebody about this. Oh, mm -hmm. there's Ginger again. Um, how back in the day, Vivid used to send us to like this store on Sunset. I think it was called Dress to Thrill. And they were these Bob Mackie gowns and Oscar de la Renta and you'd rent them. There were $10,000 dresses and we would go in like really like formal, beautiful ball gowns a lot of the times. And now, and if I could, I would, but at my age, I don't dare walk around in a thong and pasties. But it's like, that's, God bless their beautiful 18 and 20 year old bodies. But that's the average dressing now at these wow. conventions. I, mean, I don't wear ball gowns. You wore the $10,000 dresses to these events. And, and so that's changed too, you know, from what I noticed. Oh yeah. And it's not just us 
the porn stars that dress up anymore, all of, not all, <laughs> but most of the fans, the, the females, especially that come to the shows, they dress like porn stars. I can't tell the difference. They're all decked out and wearing fishnet bodysuits and the pasties. And I think that there's a point we've come to where the general public is so accepting of porn that they want to be like porn stars. And it's a great thing. And another thing that Ginger and I noticed is back in the day, you had that single guy. Oh, how, oh what's this? Because don't forget when we started, it was behind the curtain at the CES show, which was consumer mm-hmm. electronics. So you'd get all these businessmen, right? And then they'd like, what's behind here? Knowing full well, oh, oh what did I roll? What, what is this? They'd be looking at our slicks and... Oh, is that you? Oh, can I have, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> like, whereas, so you'd get a lot of single men. I don't remember any females coming to the shows until probably the new millennium when oh, the internet kicked in. And back in the 80s and 90s, it was a rare day, if ever, a female besides talent came to the shows as a fan. So I like it that the doors have definitely kicked open. Yet there was something really cozy about being at the CES show behind the curtain by the bathrooms. Remember, it was always like next to a bathroom, Ginger, and you'd be like, "Now what?" I was always grateful for that. (laughs) See, but I miss that. That was fun because we were all dressing up. We all had a makeup artist. Remember, we had the makeup artist. Like Lee Garland would be there. So it seems so much more glamorous so back just, then. It was I remember a different time back then. Yeah, uh, well, and, we had and the it's gowns changed drastically over the for the over the years. And I, there's parts that I really miss, and there's parts that I've really learned to embrace. I really do love the fact that the fans, male and female, come now, and that they emulate porn stars. It, it it's it's kind of cool. It's definitely we're in an era where it is the adult business is so much more acceptable. Like when Ginger and I started in the 80s, it was illegal. It was kind of like pot. You could sell rollers and bongs. You just couldn't sell pot. Like, you know, you could sell a VHS porn, but you couldn't make one or you'd get in trouble. So it was um, very legal. Like we used to meet at a parking lot, caravan to somewhere else. Okay, no cops are following us. Okay, let's, you know, split this way, that kind of thing. Um, And so it was kind of like a dirty little Hollywood secret. Then the 90s came around and I personally think it became very glamorous. You had the Wicked Girls, you had the Vivid Girls, you had the VCA Girls. It was very acceptable on a certain level, yet we'd never be fully accepted. But the girls were doing TV shows like X-Files and whatever that Ted Bundy thing, Al Bundy, you know, that type of show. Um, Let me ask you this, Christine. Did you ever... When it was illegal to shoot before the 90s, before it became legal, did you ever get busted by the cops? Yeah. Were you arrested? Not for that. (laughs) (laughs) Not for doing porn. What about you, Ginger? Did you ever get arrested for shooting a scene? I was working on a film uh, called The Ginger Effect, and we were shooting up in Big Bear. And it was an orgy scene. There was a big sofa and a fake plant. And that's the whole set. And we're all (laughs) fucking and jumping back and forth. 
and doing our thing and just having a blast. And we hear the banging on the door. It's the police open up and there's like eight people that tried to hide behind this fake tree. We're all naked. <laughs> and they didn't How? do anything. They, they, they came in, they looked around, they walked out and talked to the producer and the director and they, they left. So although it was illegal to shoot, I don't know of anybody that ever had a, a production shut, shut down. I know that that was never my experience. And luckily it was, I never even had anything close to it. It was so under the radar. For, and we always don't forget when they had big budgets back in the 80s, you got these mansions to shoot at. You were shooting at like some mansion in the Encino Hills or the Hollywood Hills, very remote house behind gates for the most part. Um, and it was some of those houses were owned by celebrities. You and I both shot yeah. at Max Bear's home. Yes. Oh. And Billy Idol. I don't think he owned it then, but I think he had previously owned the house or he owned it after it was in the Hollywood Hills. It had like three houses on the lot. One was for makeup. I, I mean, I shot my penthouse. It was originally owned by some uh, vitamin guy. I shot my penthouse <laughs> with Suze Randall there. And then several years later, I met Billy and Billy had purchased the property. And there's three houses on there. Yeah. One of the houses is called or was called the gingerbread house. I spent oh. a lot of time there. Oh my God. <laughs> Being very sweet. And so that was another yeah, reason why so we watched. <laughs> last, last time we, or back then, we were so hidden in a house up in the hills that we were mm -hmm. very lucky. Now I know yes. later, like late eighties, they really started cracking down and producers would get in trouble. Um, oh. The idiot that owned video exclusives got in trouble. Kumar uh, Carrier? Yes, 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 yes. I think he bought his way out of it, but he got, you know, pandering charges is what they were going to give him. Wait, what happened to Mark Carrier? Now I'm curious because I spoke to John Wayne Bobbitt a few weeks ago. About 10 years ago, he was bike riding in Hawaii with one of his many girlfriends fell off, hit a rock, hit his head, <gasps> and he's a vegetable now. Who? Wait, Mark a motorcycle or a bicycle? Oh, a no, like a, a, not a motorcycle, a bicycle. He was like mountain biking. You know what, though? And I don't mean to be mean. He was the only bad apple in such mm -hmm. a beautiful business. He sued so many people. He had his own legal team at the headquarters. He was not what? a nice person. He started off nice, then he became a multimillionaire, and then he'd sue ever. I don't like the guy. I don't wish anybody, I guess, bad, you know, things, but I don't care. I just, he's not a nice individual. Karma really kicked his, his ass or his brain, I should say. I mean, he's a vegetable worth millions, but he can't enjoy it, you know. But he has caregivers <laughs> in his fucking $10 million house type of thing. Wow. Um, but yeah. I did Matt, not know that story. I thought I told yeah. you. Yeah. I don't no, know he's, he's, you're saying that. No. 
everybody, I have to say, everybody but Mark from the 80s to the 90s was fabulous. I never had a bad experience, never had a sob story, showed up for a girl, girl, and it was a 10-man gangbang. <laughs> never had anything like that happen. Um, everyone was nice. He was the only rotten apple. That's my opinion. So if you're looking for the safest and coolest way to bet online and the most variety, of course, of games and like almost anything you could bet on, stop by betonline.ag because I guarantee you there is something for everyone. So I think during the pandemic, I found that there are a lot of tourists that came onto OnlyFans and a lot of girls that were maybe working a regular job like uh, real estate or um, a chef that went onto OnlyFans. Do you find it especially challenging going on there, even though you have a built-in fan base? I never had a problem. No, I really didn't. Did you, Ginger? No, I, I don't find it challenging at all. The, the nice thing about having been around for so long is that I have fans from 40 years ago. I have fans from my B-movie career. I have fans from my Metallica era. I have fans from my horror genre. And so I've kind of kept my name alive in so many different places over the years that for me, I get to connect with so many people that are, are fans that are wonderful, that have followed me throughout the years that might be brand new to me. And I think that Christy and I are both in a position where, I don't know, if I'd say we're household names, but People know who we are. They know Christy Canyon. They know Ginger Lynn. So that makes it a lot easier. And also I was on Sirius XM for 18 years between mm -hmm. Playboy and Vivid. And, you know, so I started really working my OnlyFans um, and then promoting it every hour on, on Sirius XM. And then when I got word, I had like a three-month notice that, when the contracts were coming up for renewal, we weren't going to be on. And I just fucking plugged it, you know, just daily, hourly, every show. So it just kind of spilled over into that because unlike Ginger, I never got into mainstream. I can't act my way out of a paper bag. I have no <laughs> talent, this, that, and the other. So I just used, you know, my platform at SiriusXM to really get the word out there. And like Ginger said, our fans will follow us anywhere. And then we get that young group. I never had cougar. We were never known. Like, I didn't know what a cougar, and a, you know, cub and a milf. A lot of our fans are those, like, young guys. You know, they love the stepmommy videos. Yes. And <laughs> you bad really? Yes, it's insane. <laughs> and the great thing about one of the millions of great things about Ginger Knight we just go with the flow. All right, stepmommy caught you watching me in the shower. You're a bad boy. Cut to, you know, oh, but that guy. You just, you go with the fantasy. <laughs> I don't, I have no shame anymore after 39. No, we never did. And we're such sexual beings that I don't care how much, what age I am. I'm still that same sexual being. And yep. I'm loving the new cub thing just I as much as I, I still, I, you know, I, I play it all. And yeah. the nice, the fun thing is I've always been known as the girl next door who does the really dirty thing. I have this wonderful fan base and I'll, I'll tell you a little secret here. 
I actually get turned on during a lot of the going back and forth with my fans and when they send dick pics and they send pictures or videos of them jerking off. I actually use oh, a lot of that I for think my I own personal get. spank you know, bank and masturbate to them. And remember during COVID and even now, sometimes like we'll take a sex panther call and they're horny. They want to come and, oh, Ginger yeah. and, I, and Ginger and I like, hold on. I got to rub one out too. I got to plug in my, like during COVID, I was like, I didn't have a boyfriend. I was fucking horny. I'd be like, I'm coming with you. Hold that fucking cock in your hand. I'm going to masturbate with you. And they get me off. And then, then I'd be like, okay, okay. Now that I came, let me get your, you know, it was so a fun, like, it was just, it, it's a win-win situation for Ginger and I. And we're the only two left from the golden era. Not left as far as they're all, you know, but uh -huh. just they've moved on. They've, uh, you know. But we're still active. Left. We're still <laughs> in your face. <laughs> You're like horny for all this stuff. I don't know how the, like, seriously, I, maybe I was never cut out to do webcam when hustler had me do like an experiment as their first webcam girl. I cursed people off within the first five minutes. They shut the thing down. I don't know why. Cause I thought people would have stayed on. They shut it down. And then I left with the webmaster to go have steaks at a strip club. I mean, I'm not going to sit there and have some ass, some, 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 some drool. Tell me do this, do that. I can't even see your face. Like now you could, do you get a lot of video chats when you do these? Like, do you see these guys? Yes. When yeah. you're doing a this, uh, oh my we God. Also each, we also each do Skype sessions. Um, and uh -huh. it's not, it, you know, occasionally you'll get somebody <laughs> that makes you uncomfortable, but 99% of the people that I interact with, I have fun with. And if you're a dick, I just tell you you're a dick and I block you. Um, and sometimes but I like very that. rarely get that. I don't have time for negativity. No, but sometimes, Ginger, they want to be called a dick, you know? You asshole, yeah. and then the call's over because they came. You just have to deal with all sorts of people. But like Ginger said, 99.9% .9 are amazing and they appreciate us. And they've, you know, been jerking off to us for 40 years and 39 years. So one of the things that I found that I, I, I'd never heard of before, and I, I had to look it up on, on I found it on OnlyFans is um, SDH, which is small dick humiliation. Oh. And I'm so bad at it. I, cause I like, I like cocks. I like them all. And some of them are just like cute little mushrooms. And some of them are massive pieces of meat that I can never fit inside of me. But they're like, they all have their personalities. And I, I, I like them all. <laughs> it's so true. And when they do the small ones, I'm like, how do I not be mean? Unless I know they want me to. And I'll be like, God, okay, your dick is nice and it's perfect for my ass. That's yeah. what I work with. Your dick, I can fit yours in my butt. And that's a good thing because not every dick can go in that tight little pucker hole of mine. You know, it, they're I just trouble getting my tongue in there sometimes. Only now and again, <laughs> she does that, I guess. But I, yeah, that is, I don't think guys understand this. When a woman tells you your penis is perfect for anal, she's just telling you you have a small dick. So take it as a compliment at the same time. But I guess, I don't know. I don't think I've really said that to anyone. And um, I've said other things just worse than that. Uh, so, you know me, come on. 
So moving right along with this, this, I mean, I'm glad you guys are in OnlyFans and thriving on there together. And it's the perfect collaboration between the two of you. Do you still work? I know Ginger was shooting content with some of the newer girls. And that, let me switch back. What do you think the recipe is? Like you girls are household names. Do you think they're younger girls now that are coming up through OnlyFans that will be remembered in 30 to 40 years? Like I personally don't think so. What are your thoughts on that? Not a chance. I think it's such a, a transient industry, and I don't think the, the girls get into it realizing that their images are going to be there forever, but no one's really going to remember them. So many, there, there's a look today that mm. a lot of girls look like. It, 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 it's, it's cookie cutter, and they, and, and I, I just, I don't think they'll ever be another big porn star. The, I mean, there's there's the Angela Whites, there's 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 big names, but it's just different. There, there will, in my opinion, never be another porn star. I think Jenna Jameson was the last. If you're looking for a way to put some energy into your life and some pep in your day, and of course, with very clean, zero calorie and zero sugar energy, go to tigerlife.com. That's T-I-G-E-R-L-Y-F-E.com. Make sure you get a case of the stuff and use my code Jasmine, S-C, J-A-S-M-I-N-S-C for free shipping. It's totally worth it. I disagree with Ginger as far as cookie cutter. Cookie cutter to me was that 90s when they were all these big, fake, titted, bleach blondes for the most part. Then, because now I see the doors are kicked open for everybody. You got the BBWs, you've got the, the you know, glasses and That's the dark true. hair. Like I, you know, we go to all the Exotica conventions on top of AVN and X3 I've never seen such a variety. There was a girl, I think her name is Alex Cole. I'm not sure. And she has the longest fucking lines. Tiny, little, tiny, thin girl, glasses, long, straight hair. And I was like, who? Like, she didn't look like any porn star I had ever seen. And they aren't even porn stars now. Now they call them content creators. Yeah. Um, The word porn star... It's kind of, you know, going wayside, whatever. But I guess um, what I meant more so than the cookie cutter is is AI. I'm I'm so, everybody that I look at on any of the shows or any of of the, the, the social media, any of the OnlyFans, everybody is airbrushed. Everybody is mm-hmm. oh my god the girls, filters they're, they, they, yes. they're, they're 50 year olds that are looking 18 and it just that's the look that i i'm talking about that drives me fucking nuts <laughs> you talking about us or something ginger what are you trying to say <laughs> no, i know who she's talking about this girl i know who she's talking about too i think <laughs> we all do we all do we all do <laughs> I don't use filters. I don't, I would like to get, I don't even have a filter. I don't have one, but they now have this AI filter. And the problem is if you go to meet somebody and you've been looking, you know, 18 and you're not 18, it's going to be a rude awakening for somebody out there. That's the, that's the problem with all of those filters. So now they're content creators. But then last year, about a year ago, when Ginger and I did 
the AVN show, you have to go through metal detectors. They wand you, they look through your stuff, which is oh. great for security, the better. So we're in line because we're first up. We always sign first. I go through, our handler goes through, and then Ginger's next. And she reaches down to get something out of her suitcase, right? Her ID or something. And this oh. girl just walks in front of Ginger. And I'm like, excuse me, you just cut in front of my best friend. Uh-huh. And the lady with the wand is like, yeah, you can't take cuts. And she went, oh. And so we have a new term for some of them. There are content creators, but there's also content creators. Oh, that's <laughs> totally what they are. That's totally oh what they are. A hundred percent. She was like, why am I waiting behind these broads? You know, that kind of thing. So it's just, there's such a variety now. I don't, you're never going to put the genie back in the bottle. And Ginger and I always say how lucky we were to get in it when we were. Whether you Absolutely. liked us or not, you had to watch us because there were only 12 girls to choose from in the day. <laughs> there weren't like, when I came about in the 90s, like the mid 90s, it was, I mean, it was weird because you had only a few brunettes. I remember you, I remember Terry Weigel. Yes. Um, exactly right. And then uh, who else was the other one? Jasmine Aloha. Then you had Hyapatia Lee, girls like that. And like Tori some of them Wells. you still, Hyapatia? Tori Wells, she was another uh, big Tori one. Wells, right, right. Then you had like Whitney mm-hmm. Wonders. You had um, Aja, that sort of thing. It was such a tough business then. I mean, I'm glad for the inclusivity, but I think it just takes away, and I'm sorry if I sound like a dick, but actually, like, no, I'm not. Um, like but it just know. takes away from the glam of it. And you're right. There's some people yeah. that we know that are about 50 years old, but the difference is you could use all the filters in the world that you want. But when you show up at Horicons and things like that, and you smell like a fucking homeless person, there is nothing and no filter for that. Not even my mouth. And not even like the strongest perfume in the world. So anyway, moving forward. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. I'm hearing everything just fine. What's so funny? What did I say? Well, she, knows what I'm, she knows who I'm talking about. I could tell. See, I know. I, I know. She knows. About. Anyway. Um, and it's just, I, it's hysterical because, I, you know, I don't want to say bad things about people, but you don't have to. You can just say the things and let people, and people know instantly who you're talking about. I think people kind of forget like back in the nineties till now, it's been a long time, but some people still do the same minutia they were doing back then. So I don't know if we've all really quite grown up. Um, anyway, do you ever see yourselves getting back into radio? Cause Ginger, I know you had a show, Christy, I remember you very well in vivid radio. Do you ever see yourselves trying to get back on that platform in some, uh, some form? We do have a show now that you can still go to patreon.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the show is called Who Let the Girls Out? <laughs> we have over 111 episodes Woof. of the last podcast that we did. We're, we're feeling things out right now and seeing what we want to do next because we're never going to be done. The thing that I have found after 18 years on radio, and I loved it, and I would love to get back in it. The problem is in this PC bullshit climate... <laughs> Of everyone getting offended about something, no one on Terrestrial or Sirius XM, they already kicked us off, no one will take our dog and pony show. We have the black mark of being in the adult business. As much as I would love to be like, yeah, I want to get on Kiss FM. Are you fucking kidding me? Even Sirius XM, which is open, 
you know, they don't really have the FCC guidelines. It takes that 2% of the population to mm -hmm. be offended and we're off. And that's what happened because when we got let go at Sirius XM, it wasn't just radio. It wasn't just vivid radio. It was Jenny McCarthy. Anything it was don't. comedians. Yeah, I that, saw that. You know, it was like six or seven shows that possibly offended the fucking, you know, butthurt snowflakes. So we were off. So to answer your question, I would love to do radio again, but it is just not going to happen. Then Ginger, as she was saying, we got on Patreon, right? We could do our fucking antics on Patreon. You know, <laughs> you charge money because as much as I love radio, I don't do shit for free because I have gas bills. I have carb, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't care how much you love your job. You get money for it. So we go on Patreon, right? And it's whatever, $5.95 a month. And one day we wake up and half of our shows are gone. We're like, what <gasps> Fuck. Yeah, they, they cut just... adult material out of Patreon. Like, are you fucking kidding me? You fucking vanilla pieces of shit. So it just the box kept getting smaller and smaller until it got squished, and it's just there's no money in it. So you, know you move we on. Do do? Well, wait. What's um, serious? We... I heard there's not a lot of money at Sirius even nowadays. I'm sorry. Like no. I heard that Sirius just takes like anyone and everyone, but people don't really make that much money now. Is that true? You know, it is. For the last yeah. year that we were on Vivid Radio, the owner of Vivid was like, you know, Christy, they cut our budget to the point where I'm pretty much covering everyone's paycheck. And we make <laughs> decent money. And he's like, but I'm doing it because I know you love it. And I love you. So I'm going to keep it going till they cut us off. They had started out at Playboy. This is what we heard back in 18 years ago. There was a $3 million budget. It got to the point where they were giving Vivid 50000 to produce seven shows. Wow. It got on a shoestring. It cut cl so close to the bone. And I remember the owner of Vivid calling me and saying, I hate to give you the bad news and it's not my fault. They cut us. He's like, I would have kept it going forever for you. Cause I know you love it. So, but what are you going to do? They, you know, but I, I heard that They're they are having financial trouble, but you know us. what? There's plenty of people. That <laughs> They will. No, they're not. <laughs> they never will be, Ginger. We had our radio heyday, that's for sure. Like, Ginger and I always say, we get things at the best time. We got the video at the best time. We got dancing on the road dancing. at the oh, yeah. best time. We got radio at the best time. We always were at it at the top of the crest. And you know what? Like everything, not just stuff in the adult world, eventually it crashes. And the whether it's a year or 10 years, eventually only fans will crash. You know, it's just, and then you get on the next leapfrog lily pad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Right. And I mean, you have all Absolutely. these other projects, like Ginger has projects outside of this. You have this, I, I imagine you strictly do the only fans thing and you just stay on that. Is there any chance that you might try to do something again, like possibly podcasting? Cause I think you'd be really yeah. good at it. No, they're not going to kick you off. They haven't kicked me off yet. I have you know, no, I, here's the thing with Ginger and I. Christy and I have talked about it. I don't know where we stand on it right now. We're both making a lot of changes in our lives. Uh, I do have a good, good change. She's an A-list actress that wants to do a podcast with me and with her name and my name 
and the yeah the like the commonality and the differences uh it, i think it would be a really good show uh so i have a podcast that is in the very beginning stages with someone else yeah and i can't say your name yet but you everybody it's knows that everybody loves her it's the kind of thing, Jasmine, that Ginger and I have learned. You never say never, but a lot of things are on a back burner at the neighbor's house. Do you know what I mean? Like totally. Ginger has a mainstream actress that wants to do it with her. I would jump on someone else's, but I don't have the time or energy yes. to start one again. You know, like Ginger and I was so good. And the only way that we can make money, because as you know, Jasmine, no mainstream product is going to advertise on an adult star's platform. It will never and, happen. And there, yeah, there's no one like us together. No, and, 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 and then it's fine. I accept that. I'm not like crying, oh, they won't. No, you take your, you know, that's how it is. It's always been like that. Like you had great actresses. Ashlyn Gear comes to mind in the 90s. Yeah. Gina yeah, Fine. She was wonderful. They were bar none as good as any. A-list actor in mainstream. They were never going to get on that new Oscar red carpet because they had the former porn star above their name. So it, it and Ginger and I are fine with that. We're very comfortable. Advertisers, like I keep this podcast and I have my live stream, but I work on a conservative network as well, doing a podcast there. So like whatever the common ground is, I'm still able to do my voices like on two separate, obviously they're two two ends of the spectrum. Um, right. But I think the biggest, like one of the biggest challenges sometimes is getting guests because when they find out you're conservative and you know, it shouldn't, it does not affect the way I treat people as a guest or as a human being. It's like all of a sudden, oh my God, ah! like every trigger it gets fucking checked off from these people, you know? So, you know, every little snowflake thing, this and that, it's just like, they're all checked off and it's like, oh my God, I can't talk to you. This is, it's, just people don't get it. They just don't get us. We're a dying breed, but we're out here now, you know, which is great. Right. By the way, I found out a really horrible, I heard a horrible rumor that Gentile died, which I think is really sad. Do you know anything about this? And I'm sorry to bring it up. I just thought you'd know because you guys were vivid. She passed away. Of, it was Halloween during COVID, Ooh. I believe. So it was like 2020 or 2021. And Melissa Hill called me and she was like, Gentile just passed away. The rumor was she was in a foreign country, got a tattoo that got infected. That's what I heard. I don't know. And who really cares? She's dead. You know, like, I don't know what the story was because she wasn't living in the States anymore. We lost touch. She did vivid radio a few times Yeah, um, and she was adorable. She would call in. Once she came in into studio, I don't know, but she has, she definitely has passed, unfortunately. And I don't know the details. Any, I never looked to find them because it doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't go into online, like too many resources. They're going to get, start getting into rabbit holes and everything. Yeah. Then like next thing you know, the, the morning, my morning's gone. Now it's the afternoon. It's like, where did my day go? I'm just here. The internet's changed so many things. You know, I don't know if it's for better or for worse, but before you go, because I know Ginger's going to be with us for a little while longer. Yes, what do you yes. want to plug aside from your OnlyFans? I want you to plug everything. Um, got uh, OnlyFans, Sex Panther, and of course, when is this going to air? Because next week we have the LAX3 convention for two days, which is 
we're in the year 2024. So the X3 is next week. So that is on January 19th and 20th. Then we hightail it to Vegas to do the AVN show uh, the 24th, 25th, 26th, and 27th. That's how old school I am. I have an old school doctor, and I will always have one. I'm not, I'm not computer savvy enough to keep it on my phone. And oh God, no. But Jasmine, you are so cute. I'm gonna DM you through Twitter my number because um, next week Ginger's in town. If you want to go to lunch. I'd oh, love yeah, to see you right. ladies in LA. person at lunch because this, this, this is cute virtual, but to do something at lunch in person would be the most magnificent thing of the Absolutely. year. Absolutely. I don't know. Our numbers are from years ago. I don't know if yours is the same or if I still have it. I'll <laughs> send it through Twitter later on today. Ginger, now you're left with me. Now you're stuck with me. It's you um, and me, baby. I've been waiting so, for this day for so long. <laughs> oh my God. Me too. This is so epic. I remember seeing you at the horror convention in Jersey like a few years ago. Uh, not a few years, like 10 years ago. It feels like a few years ago. What yes. do you have going on right now with horror films or any type of mainstream projects? Because your hands are always in those. So nowadays it's really questionable about where our meat is coming from with people like Bill Gates and everyone else screwing up our farm produce. So I decided to try my freeze-dried beef because it's the freshest beef ever at freedomfirstbeef.com. If you go to freedomfirstbeef.com, they have freeze-dry 100% organic beef and put in the code JASMINE, J-A-S-M-I-N, for 15% off. I have six films. Of those six, five are horror films that have not been released yet. I have two films that are currently... Um, Streaming one is called Murder Size, and that is a a horror comedy on Tubi. We've been in the top ten comedies for weeks. Uh, it's it's hysterical. It's really well done. And then I have a film that's very disturbing, yet wonderful. It's called Pig Killer. It's based on a true story. Jake Busey and Lou Temple play my sons. Uh, Jake Busey plays a character by the name of Willie Pinkton, who is a real person. He is responsible for the murder, the rape and murder of 49 women in Canada. So I play these two boys' mother. So if they're that fucked up, you can only imagine. It, it was... It took me three weeks of living in that character, and it she's just foul. I had so much fun. I'm getting really great roles and loving every minute of it. Yeah, that's super important to enjoy what you do. People have this big misconception about acting that you have to be really young for the great roles, but I think the better actors are you know, past 35, doing the really cool roles, doing the really emotional, um, you know, gut-wrenching roles. But it sounds like you're having fun. And then what else do you have? You have your OnlyFans. What's your OnlyFans if people want to see you on OnlyFans? My OnlyFans is OnlyFans.com slash blame it on ginger. Now, do you have <laughs> any conventions coming up? Because I know you and I reconnected at the convention that year. 
I've got X3 coming up. Then I have AVN. Those are both in January. Uh, February, I have a convention here in Vegas. I have my own line of glass coming out. Uh, And we'll call my first one out is a water pipe. We'll call it one of those. And the stem is, we have four colors. We have royal blue, purple, green, and pink. And my I, my signature is up on the side, so I'm doing a big show to reveal my my glassware. Uh, in March, I have a premiere of a film that is called The Gifted. Uh, that's March 23rd, and then the 24th we begin filming the prequel. The director and producer were so happy with the gifted that that we're doing a prequel to that and then on march 30th i have a book release uh not my own book uh but a friend of mine's i have my book which is called i don't look good on paper uh coming out i have three chapters left to finish i'm hoping to have that done in the next few months um i'm over 300 pages so we've definitely got enough in there. Uh, I've got my art site where I paint, that's gingerlandart.com, as well as my jewelry designs. Uh, I've got conventions coming up all throughout the year. Uh, I don't have all of them in front of me, but I'm doing a lot of them and a lot of films coming out that I'm you know, you were saying that you thought actors as they got older got better. I'm to the point now where I have the fuck it. I don't have an ego anymore. I don't care if I look stupid, if I'm embarrassing, if I'm rude, all the things. I was always such a people pleaser. And it wasn't until the last 20 years that I went, take it or leave it. And I have to thank Rob Zombie for that when he cast me in The Devil's Rejects as well as the Lords of Salem, which I, I couldn't do. Um, and then again in 31. So the last 20 years have all been horror. We throw in the Metallica video someplace back there in the millennium age. I just did something really interesting. Um, I was contacted by Adult Time Video. And they asked me if I would play a psychotic nun in a non-sexual role in a film called Eat Me. Uh, I did it, and I am nominated for Best Actress in a non-sexual role at AVN this year. My life is is incredibly full. I'm incredibly grateful. And it, it just keeps going. It just keeps going. I'm getting more roles, better roles, media roles. Um, I'm really having to juggle to balance time for me. Uh, this is the first, I have a boyfriend. We've been together almost 15 years. This is our first Christmas we've ever spent together. Wait, is it the same guy that I met years ago? Yes, this is Nick. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh Oh, yeah, he's amazing. We're going to, I can't believe it. I have been, I haven't been with another man 
in almost 15 years. That's unheard of for me. I was like a three guy a day girl. I was the biggest, best slut out there. I fucking loved sex and I had it with anyone and everyone that I wanted to, that was willing to, it was amazing. Uh, and now I forgot why I went off on the slut section. <laughs> um, we were talking about fucking and sucking anytime. Then it's the first time you've been with someone, the only guy. Oh yes. And so no other Nick, man. Yeah. He's I, I've only been with him in, in 15 years. I figured, you know, as far as something I could give him that was more special than I could ever give to anyone was, my my pussy, you know, my 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 me, all of me, um, and to be loyal and faithful to him. I don't have. I shouldn't say that. Um, I do sleep with women, but they don't count. You know what? I, do you know what I mean when I say that? No, I, I got what you're saying. No, totally. I, I see what you're saying. And yeah, I mean that's award-winning pussy for fuck's sake. Seriously. Um, I like hearing things like that because you're actually one of the friendlier people I've met in the business that I always liked at conventions and things like that because you're always really cool, um, which is amazing. I mean, it's so hard to find. Like from our era, I think that's when you had the coolest chicks. Some of them, not all, just a handful like you and Christy and like Jewel Denial, a few of those girls. Everyone else, I yeah, no. What are your socials if people want to find you? My socials are on X. On Blame It On Ginger, on uh, Instagram, I am Blame It On Ginger, uh, on OnlyFans, I'm Blame It On Ginger, and on Sex Panther, I'm sexpanther.com slash ginger dash Lynn. Uh, then my art site is gingerlynart.com. And is that where people find your glass, the uh, glass pipes as well, like the water pipes? My, my, my glass pipes, my water pipes are at xratedglass.com. We have an Instagram page called X-Rated Glass. And uh, you can get my, my, we have one, like I said, the water pipe is out now. We have different shapes that are all 420 friendly, um, as am I. <laughs> I will uh, make sure everyone follows you. Make sure to follow Ginger on all of her socials. Join her OnlyFans and most of all, support her art because art's such a great thing. It's so personal. Um, and I'll make sure you post all your socials. I will see you next week, I hope. <laughs>